0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode one of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast, a podcast by the Massonomics Discord crew for the Massonomics Discord crew, unless you're listening and you're not in the crew, in which case, what are you waiting for? There's only three spots left. Uh, As usual, except for last week, so as kind of usual, I am Big Joey. And I am, who has been on every episode, Big Keith. And I'm that big mofo guy big mofo guy the 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 uh the secret identity so a lot of you are just enigmatic a lot of you are just listening and can't see but i will tell you this is a handsome man this is a, a handsome stranger that we are all almost meeting for the first time right now um so let's dive right in for the first time the first dive right in uh gentlemen what are you wearing
1: I got a nice care package yesterday and I got the beefy tees. So I am wearing the powder blue, baby blue, whatever you want to call it, uh, Masonomics, working hard beefy t shirt. And as someone who, uh, I'm, I, I'm always one to criticize when my shirts don't fit when it's really I'm the problem, not the shirt. Uh, but this extra large fits a fat guy perfectly. So if you're, uh, if you're normally swimming in an extra large, you'll be really, really swimming in this. But if you're busting the seams in an extra large, this beefy tee will be perfect fit for you.
0: This damn shirt wasn't made right. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Mofo?
2: So I'm wearing the neon lift shirt. Uh, This is actually the first shirt I ever bought from Astronomics. I went back in my emails last night to see if I could figure out which shirt was the first one and made sure I
0: wore it. Very nice. I don't have that one, and I regret not having that one. Uh, I am wearing the, um, the, I want to say the 300th episode.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, the uh, anniversary
0: the, shirt, yeah, I think that was three hundred of'
1: them. The, yeah, I've, somewhere.
0: Got, I've got the flag somewhere,
1: yeah, I'm looking at it. one of my buddies, who was over this weekend who's in the uh, is also a sporting <laughs> member, always chuckles at the flag just because I like how embellished I guess if you will the the the, the host star
0: so yes. he always, gets, yeah, he, always gets t-
1: a, he always gets a kick out of the bulging muscles.
0: I was looking at that today, and like Tanner's like aggressively holding a microphone.
1: Which he's never done anything aggressive in his life. It's the most passive man. And it's just like the the animated cartoon is just, it's uh, it's pretty good. I enjoy it.
2: He's just a big teddy bear.
1: Yeah. So what are you guys drinking tonight? What are, what are you drinking over there, MoFo? Uh, so I'm not as big of a spicy water fan as a lot of the other guys. So I got a
2: sparkling ice, uh, classic lemonade. Um, so it's about as close to sparkling water as I get, but it actually tastes what it says it is.
0: So nice. I I went fancy and I am drinking the City Seltzer Berry Whip. It is boysenberry, black currant and vanilla. And it is made here in Canada. It's technically a seltzer. I don't. I think the difference between a seltzer and sparkling water is the amount of letters. I think that's the only difference I can find. I don't think that's right.
1: I, uh, I wouldn't a wouldn't I think seltzer just tastes like more that just like white carbonation. If that's, I don't know. That's not really good. No, that does not just, mean a thing to me. Just, just like just plain seltzer water tastes horrible, whereas flavored sparkling water is good. So I got. I'm digging into the uh, the bubbly collection again uh i don't think i've had this one before it's a strawberry bubbly i don't know that i've had this one and i'm actually kind of anxious to see what it is it's delicious i pretty good it's very strawberry so that's one point i'm a fan so welcome back big joey we missed you last week it was uh fun bit of big thanks to kevin for filling in for you last week uh you went to a baseball game, I think it was, or some some last minute kind of thing came up. You got some free tickets or something like that,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, I I won tickets. Um, oh, awesome! From the place that shall not be named, <laughs> um, because I technically work for one of the owners, and we just had a brief little hey, let's do this little competition, and I I won some tickets. So me and my best friend Jay went down there, had a few too many fifteen <laughs> Canadian dollar beers. And then took the train home. What's that
2: nice. in like U.S. dollars?
0: Four hundred. No, oh, the ahead. other way around, right? <laughs> so fifteen, fifteen Canadian, plus thirty-two divided by twenty-four.
1: <laughs> the one. I feel probably like in our, li- I feel like in our lifetimes, it has like flip flopped and gone. Has it gone back and forth multiple times, or has it always no.
0: been? No. Because there's, there's only ever been once that I'm aware of that we even came on par. Okay.
1: But typically, your your dollar is like eighty cents to our dollar kind of thing, or
0: yeah, okay. yeah, thought so. And the Australian dollar for our two new Australian members uh, is actually like way less, like way less. Kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, that would be weird to like
1: just have a wallet full of. And I don't even get it. So, like, is each bill just you have like are there just like ten thousand dollar bills? And it's just it, the way they would do increments would be so confusing. Are they okay.
0: next door or something? No, the, the numbers are just numbers. Like 100 is still 100. But like if you're in US, that 100 only reflects like 80 cents of your dollar, right? Like if I have a $100 bill Canadian, it just still says 100. It's just when I go to give it to somebody, it's only worth $80 in the US. Or you just smarten up and bring US dollars when you cross the border.
1: So actually, so when you travel to America, like, do you do you actually? It, it's when so when you plan when you came to the Arnold when you're coming to the Lift Hard Lift Easy Classic in July, you basically have to account for that twenty percent difference, like
0: give or take. Or if I'm bothering to budget, so yeah, um, I did take out some cash the last time because I never want to be without money. Um, but I don't think I ended up using much of the cash because um, everything is just put on Mastercard, right? Love pay, love paying interest. Play exchange <laughs> yeah. and interest but speaking of geography
1: as we we're talking about him little american and canadian we got a i guess here it is again we we can't stop talking about big kevin if everyone saw the uh the post at the on the main podcast page where they uh i believe it was kevin went through and got a bunch of data from the uh the guy the boys at massonomics and put together a uh basically a, a map and a breakdown of how many uh Supporting members are at each location throughout America, as well as the country, or at least North America, I think. So that was really cool to see. Uh, did you guys see anything there that kind of surprised you or anything gave you a little bit of pride?
2: The 16 out of California.
1: That's pretty cool. That's pretty, how many, and out of those 16, how many do you think you know or have talked to?
2: So I've met Big Garrison, uh, met him at the uh, Jug AI meetup back in September in Costa Mesa um so i got to meet him I, that was actually before i joined the crew so he was kind of like the the tipping point for me when i was considering it uh then there's another guy one of the big davids he's uh also i believe out in orange county so he's not that far from me um so but i mean they're probably running to him at some point and then uh the other one i know of the other big david the british one i think he's up in northern california so might be a bit before i ever run into him
1: Well, if you ever make it out to the Lift Easy Classic in 2024, maybe you'll be able to meet some of those guys. Uh, What about you, Joey? Did you see anything with any of the Canadian stats jump out at you where you were like, oh, that's pretty cool to see, or like Scant's off by himself alone, I think, was kind of amusing?
0: Uh, No. Um, Big Keegan did reach out to me. He's from about two hours south of me, and uh, and, uh, that's about it. I... You know, I, I love being into the massnomics lore and all of that stuff, but I do kind of get tired of focusing on on specific things like geography and <laughs> is is Ohio Midwest? Like, I I hate to tell you guys I don't know, I don't care, <laughs> and then talking about it every day it's just kind of like, like if I glaze over anything, it's Chat GPT posts and is Ohio <laughs> Midwest posts, and then yeah. I just kind of like, and then just don't I'd skip to the next line. But that's just me that's just me um you know um, all... i'm with you on that oh good
1: yeah Thank you're you. you're mr well, midwest... GBT. you're literally posting chat gbt no, no, no. You
2: you're the miss chat the mid- gbt is funny as hell it's the, only the midwest thing of
1: them.
2: <laughs> the midwest thing is uh you aren't in the western part of the country just
0: i i get the bit the
2: the history behind it but just let it die you're not midwest anymore now you're in the middle east
0: <laughs> the chat gp stuff honestly it's just because i don't want to read a novel on discord so it's not like i'm not like anti chat i just i see that big long post and i just somebody tldr this i'm not gonna go through all of this
2: i mean i did use it to help me write a performance report so that was nice
1: <laughs> for yourself
2: yeah nice. uh, it, it. i didn't i didn't go word for word but i plugged in what i wanted it spit out some stuff that was like kind of ridiculous, but it kind of just triggered an idea and I was like, all right, cool, now I got something. So at least if, if you're brainstorming and you can't figure something out, just write a request in there and it'll spit something out that looks like gibberish, but it might help you figure out what you want to do.
1: Nice. So it, it just basically helps with bullet points. That's that's not a bad way to use it. Uh so closing now, on
0: Did that help you when you helped write for the Arnold Netflix documentary?
2: Or did you use Chat uh,
0: GPT to do that as well?
2: So when I got uh, hit up for the the documentary, that was actually pre my awareness of ChatGPT. Um, but I only wrote a little bit, uh, you know, where it talks a little bit about pumping iron. Um, that's about, I think, eight years pre-birth. But somehow I have some pretty good knowledge on that.
0: I well, thought you, you, were, were... you were there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were I'm on my second life. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Speaking of their old Netflix documentary, Keith, you've got something in here that you wanted to chat about that.
1: Just in general, it was if you haven't watched it, watch it. It was uh, it was really, you know, I think it I think if you guys haven't seen it, watch it. It was uh, very enjoyable. I mean, I think everyone that's part of Masonomics is somewhat of a meathead and will enjoy watching, you know, the, it was like a three hour documentary to three one hour ish doc, docs on him and, you know, pretty much from his early years up until present day. So. Uh, it wasn't wasn't on par with The Last Dance, but it was better than seventy five percent of the documentaries people are pumping out. So definitely, uh, go check it out. If you I haven't. have
0: not. I have not. I started watching it, but the kids started screaming through it, uh, and I I am actually subscribed to the Pump Club, and I listen when I can. It's eight minutes of your day at maximum, uh, but there is something about um about Arnold telling you about health and fitness that just hits differently. Than when other people do it, I don't know if that's just me, um, but like when he tells me about the benefits of caffeine versus, you know, some random stranger, I'm like, well, Arnold said it. And I kind of just like, listen more to him when he says it. So I guess it's an authority that my brain gives to Arnold.
1: So what I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with that. Is that just like Arnold has like a little eight minute podcast thing or something that that just hits every couple of days or something?
0: No, it's Monday through Friday. Uh, okay. It's an email. And a podcast. So he gotcha. usually... The podcast is him reading the email. Okay. Um, but it is just like daily fitness, daily health news. Every Monday, he gives you your weekly exercises. Every Friday, he gives you a goal to hit on the weekend. And sometimes they give recipes. Um, but it's mostly him just trying to build a more positive area of of fitness. And he, it's only about eight minutes. So if you want to listen to it on your way to work, it's awesome. It's Arnie just talking to you about, you know... The benefits of cardio, the benefits of drinking a coffee in the morning, how carbs are good for you and, and you know, why you should do push-ups and things like that, that and things of that nature that uh, he really, coming from him just means more to me than just coming from some guy screaming at me. Well, oh, he does like talking about earth. coming a lot.
1: Yeah, it's cause he's always he's, coming. He's coming in the gym.
0: He's coming at home. He's coming always. I got to interject, guys. This drink is too much. <laughs> uh, it's like, I understand they call it berry whipped, but this is honestly like drinking whipped cream.
1: I was going to ask is the whipped part because it has like a like a, so like, a, over- like a like a dairy cream t- flavor to it.
0: It's just so overwhelmingly vanilla.
1: Mm, yeah, I don't like vanilla's flavor.
0: I might have to move on to beer soon. I apologize in advance. <laughs> well,
1: it wouldn't be a podcast without Joey and his <clears throat> keats.
0: Oh, no, yeah. I don't have keats today. Oh, oh Jesus. you wait! I got a special
2: one, a special one. I want him to pop it out.
0: So I
1: don't know if anyone else was excited to listen to the live recording last night, as we always do on Wednesdays. But one of the hosts pulled the rug out from under us at about you know seven thirty, eight o'clock, and so someone asked, like, "Hey, is is there going to be a link to the?" To the episode tonight and he's like nope we recorded a sneaky episode last week so you're shit out of luck basically so that kind of uh i don't know i don't know if everybody else like i really enjoy just sitting there and you know a lot of times i'm like the last thing i do a lot of nights is just play video games for a couple hours well not a couple hours like an hour at the most and just throw a podcast on and listen to some video games and then go to bed uh so being able to not listen to the podcast on wednesday kind of was depressing a little bit so uh i don't know that was my little tidbit of they uh i don't know i think if i knew about it in advance it wouldn't hurt so not it didn't hurt you know what i mean but like it just i am a person that does not like change or surprises at all as everyone should know by now so like at an hour before the the podcast was supposed to start i was like oh i guess i'm not going to listen for 45 minutes tonight damn it
0: well they would normally make an event and when i didn't see the event yeah. i just assumed there wasn't going to be a podcast recording i did tommy Tom, isn't tommy in florida are- like, did yeah. you Mention that during the recording with uh, Vintage Weights fella. He might have. He must have. Well, I, I know. Okay. He was, I saw. The, I
1: saw his story. Yeah, Puga. Yeah, Rob. I was actually talking to Rob a little bit ago. He's a pretty good buddy of mine.
0: I I found some old weights in my basement. I've sent you those pictures, right? The old cement Yorks that I have.
1: Oh, if there's. I don't. I might have seen them in a the store, but I don't personally seen them to me. But if they're cement, they're not worth a damn
0: thing. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not looking for money, but like. It's kind of cool. They're just is, plastic encased in cement. And I've got some weeders.
1: Yeah, those are those are pretty common.
0: Uh, I've got yeah. some blue weeders and some pig iron downstairs, too, that I just kind of found. I might try and restore or You're just leave it the to weeder rot. sand weights. No, these ones are these ones are actually iron. They're blue iron. But nice. when I ended up just starting to lift in the at the house, my dad was like, oh, I've got these weights. And I was like, well, that's not enough. So I went to go and buy some weights, but it turns out I had like a one and a half inch pig iron bar that no weights in any store fit. on. Man. So I ended up having to buy an Olympic bar. I'm calling it. I'm moving to boost. <laughs> so I
1: wanted, <laughs> I wanted to harken back a little bit to the uh, geography, more or less uh, One little tidbit on that is so more or less like, uh, let's see. I'm, sorry, I'm just rambling here. Supporting members that are basically pe- people that are supporting members that are not in the discord. I actually, I didn't think that existed other than a couple people, but I met one. Uh, I ran across someone that actually lives in my hometown that is a supporting member and is not on discord whatsoever. And, uh, He because basically he liked a comment that I made about being in Western New York. And then I like, you know, stalked his profile real quick. And I was like, oh, this kid trains at a gym like five minutes from my house. So I was was like, you know, I DM was like, hey, are you a supporting member? He's like, yeah, I just never, never made it over to the Discord. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Now, good to meet you. You know, come over and train at my place anytime you want. You know, he might be coming over this weekend. I'm not sure. But regardless, it's just kind of neat to think that like how many how many supporting members do they have? Like how many envelopes did uh, one of the hosts mail out today? Of people that aren't actually in the discord like i'm curious if it's like just like 10 or 15 or if there's like 30 50 people that aren't actually in discord
0: i wonder if go ahead
2: let's say they're definitely missing out on perk city by not being in the discord like that
0: yeah that's that's a lot like buying a buying a really expensive car and then using like the worst kind of gas like you're definitely not utilizing your supporting member you're literally just handing them money every month and then not doing a single thing that comes with that money. It's, it's like walking into McDonald's going, here's 20 bucks. I'll see ya. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, the host with the hair is definitely okay with that, though. Oh, for oh sure. Yeah, they, they don't
0: have it. any problem. I was doing the math just on 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 who is in the Discord. And let's just say they're at the minimum. Like, that's a mortgage payment a month in just supporting... Supporting member dues, I guess we would call that, like, you like dues. It's a lot of in, money. In some so.
2: places, it is. In some places, it is.
0: Yeah, definitely not.
1: <laughs> not, not, not in uh, California, <laughs> I'd imagine, unless you're living a shack.
2: Yeah, or you bought your house over ten years ago.
1: Well, do we want to do a little uh, follow-up and rate of last week's episode? Is that something we want to do? Is that we want to talk about uh, Rob at PGH and how everyone's feelings about that episode? It's kind of, it's been a newer segment, so we're we're kind of, as, as listeners, uh, you're like, you know, as you're listening, you're like, well, these guys really don't know what they're doing. And, like, we're kind of figuring out as we go. It's like some segments come and go, some segments stick around. We're just, uh, we're kind of druthering it out on the spot.
2: Sure. It sounds good to me.
0: All right. Um. All right. Uh, big Mofo, do you want to go first?
2: Absolutely. So yeah, when I was first listening to it, I was like, man, this one sounds pretty good. I don't know what to rate it, though. Like, I mean, everything's pretty solid. Um, If I compare it to some of the previous episodes, you know, every episode so far has been about a five. Um I think I'd definitely rate this one a five J.D. Power Associates Awards. Uh, mainly because uh, Big Rob is a Air Force vet, and you know me being Air Force, so he's got he holds a special place in my heart. Plus, the boys, you know, they do a great job every time. So, absolutely solid five JD, JD Power and Associates.
0: I yeah. will agree. I will agree, uh, except when you said that that um, you know, if you look at the other ones, uh, some of those were fives, I would argue that those were also fives. Um, I do want to say that I the, I had one moment when they were talking about the hip leg blaster and since i don't watch i only listen on my way to work and i kind of could just envision when rob goes you know what talk amongst yourselves. i'm putting it on to me that's one of the funniest lines i think i've heard in a long time um so i'm definitely gonna have to say with all of that and all of my druthers um i'm gonna actually go a little lower than i would normally go on this one i'm gonna go with the five jd power associates so (laughs) that's reasonable
1: solid score given a, a good average so far so uh i always uh i, I think i made a, a, a comment about how one of the hosts keeps on getting all my buddies on the podcast because i've just i've been lucky enough to be actually somewhat friends with like, like i don't know five or six guys have been on the last year and a half and uh rob's a pretty good buddy of mine i met him at home gym con uh this spring and uh kind of hit it off we knew each other before that but regardless uh i always enjoyed listening to anyone talk about vintage weights or weight all li- you know just vintage anything so yeah. he, and he even got a little jab at me because Rob did come up to my hometown and buy a pair of deep dish plates out of my, in my backyard. You know, obviously, you know, he, he drove six, about five hours to come get him. And instead of just saying, I'll just send Keith a link because he can go buy him because, you know, he clearly wanted a pair, which I don't blame him because it was, it was the first <clears> pair that he got. So, uh, I was debating on, you know, knocking some points off for that, but solely because I selfishly heard my name on the podcast a couple times, we'll go ahead and give it five JD powers.
0: Now, um, just before we jump into that next section, I had a little thing written here. Uh, now, Big Aaron, uh, you actually were involved in the invention of the JD Power Associates. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
2: Oh, man. Um, I hate to say it, but you were misinformed on that one. Um, I was actually trying to help an, a competitor to JD and Power establish a new rating system, but... Man, JD and Power, they got a lot of money. They got some really good lawyers. And, you know, we we just had to give in. And, you know, just like with the boys with uh, removing some of the particular logos, we had to do the same thing and just concede.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I think my source on that is, uh, it was drunk. So that like, I could see how that story got mixed up there. But, um, but I, I appreciate some insight into that. It's really cool learning all of this stuff about you. Oh, can Absolutely. I call you, Aaron? Is that okay? Sorry, Big Aaron. Yeah, I wouldn't call you just Aaron. That would be
2: uncouth. I mean, I, I am a little larger than average. I think I'm your first guest that's above the six-foot mark. So, yeah, go ahead and call me Big. Like six, feel good.
0: six foot a million based on the camera angle you chose today. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what do you think, Keith? You want to dive right in, get our guest on the horn?
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's see if Big Aaron Mofo will answer the call.
0: Let's uh, Let's get him. All right. Hey. Big Aaron, is that you? Yes, yes,
2: hear that? You hear that ringing?
0: Oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Hey,
1: welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Big Aaron. How are you doing, buddy? I'm going to go ahead and fire off one of my... I always seem to... I definitely forgot this question with Spoon, so I was going to go ahead and get it out of the way. So most important thing (laughs) for me is uh, what brought you to Massonomics. Tell me your Massonomics origin story, how many episodes you listened to, why are you supporting member... Just give me all the good deeds about you and Massanomics.
2: Yeah, so <clears throat> I think I discovered uh probably back in like 2016. Uh, just seeing their um, they're like lifting legends posts, their versus posts, and their rookie cards. Um, and just because of some of the the I was following at the time, like they were you know posting the versus cards or the versus and the rookie cards. Um, so I started following them. I was like, oh, these guys got some funny stuff. Um, and I actually didn't know about the podcast initially. Um, I remember checking out their website, looking at the clothes. Um, I wasn't uh, too into the beer parody thing at the beginning. So I didn't buy anything right away. Um, and then later on, uh, a couple years later, I was looking for some more podcasts. And I'm like, oh, let me let me check out these Massonomics boys. I think that was like late 2019. Um, and I'm a little OCD. So I started from episode one. Um, and I did not listen to a new episode until I was completely done with the back catalog, which took me about, uh, I think a year and some change. Cause I only listened, you know, to and from work. Uh, so I think early 2021, I was finally caught up and I'm like, Oh, where's this, where's that one guy? Like, there's that big guy that, that moved out of the country <laughs> and then like, they had another big guy on there talking that happened to be related to one of the other hosts. And I'm like, like, what's going on? There's so many changes going on. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on doesn't jive with uh you know what they got going on in their um their instagram but <clears throat> yeah uh, and then um kept looking at their clothes and was like oh the designs are changing a little bit it looks like there's a little bit of growth here um i'd listen to these guys quite a bit they're you know providing me quite a bit of humor um you know helping me on my ride to work you know teaching me how to get strong stay strong and use my strength so i was like All right. I'm gonna throw you guys some money. So I'm um, to hop on one summer, and it's actually two years ago, uh, roughly to the day now, um, that I bought you know this neon lift shirt and um, the black Massonomics icon shirt. Um, and just the more I've listened, the more I've loved you guys. Um, one of the hosts, uh, the the one that has the hair and the beard, um, he reminds me a lot of one of my childhood friends too. So like when I'm listening to him, uh, I actually hear my my buddy who I'm still friends with. I've known the guy for over 30 years now. Um, and so I kind of hear him and them a little bit It's like, just makes the boys more relatable. I feel like they'd be, you know, some guys could just have some beers with and just have some laughs. Um, so what I got, uh, you yeah, know, that covers about everything right there. Um, I haven't, I don't really miss an episode. Um, I listen every week. Um, usually, uh, either Monday or Tuesday on my drive to work, depending on, you know, when I get into it, I'll even stop a pod, another podcast that doesn't exist just so I can listen to that episode and then go back to that non-existent podcast.
0: Now, I want to point out uh, something here that's in the notes, but is pretty, uh, should be well known. You also have probably been the most um, supportive of this podcast. Uh, I believe that you were there from the day we started planning, you were on the first planning call, and you have been listening to every podcast and you sometimes join live uh, when we don't really put the link out there for people to do that um so just briefly like how are you feeling about the the growth of the unpaid and underrated crew cast
2: now i gotta say from day one um you guys have been doing a pretty good job you know the flow's starting to kick in um you know you guys banter's pretty good you guys mesh well really together i have missed one um i did miss a uh, big Ranch big spoons episode because i had to get a haircut you know be in air force gotta have my hair a certain way but um other than that, I try to pop in for a few minutes just to see what's going on, but I do try not to listen to the whole thing because I want to hear it once it's actually coming out and edited. Plus, I, I also don't want to make you guys uncomfortable, like, like you're being watched or anything like that. Um, so, trying not to mess with the flow, but also catch it. You know, make sure you guys know that you got support out there. Um, I think you guys are doing a great job, and you know, the longer you guys can go, it'll be great. Um, hopefully, you know, we run through the, uh, uh, we'll call the, uh, the first group of people, um, the founding members once you run through those guys on guests it'd be nice to get some of the other folks in the the discord crew um definitely interested in hearing um especially from the chocolate chips i love hearing like the perspective from a lot of women that are you know in the strength and stuff like that because you know it's not it's well it's more common now it hasn't always been like i've been in the gym for over 20 years and you know 20 years ago when you saw a woman in the gym like she wasn't trying to deadlift she was just trying to you know be a little uh, cardio bunny. And now these girls are getting after it and lifting bigger weights than a lot of the boys are. So yeah, well, it's been great so far.
0: Stay tuned. You're in luck. Awesome. Obviously, obviously not to spoil anything, uh, um, but uh, so that it in the works. Uh, but you mentioned, now this is the second time you've mentioned the Air Force. Um, yeah. And you also mentioned that you have a darth vader mask but you left at work so what's it like building the death star for this third time
2: you know um we told the emperor after the second time we shouldn't do this again um and maybe when we rebuild it not to build it 100 identical with the same flaws but you know the way the sith are like they just they're set you know this is the way the dark side goes. We're going to win eventually. You know, it's all about, you know, it's just like with the Masonomics podcast. It's all about longevity, how long you stay in. Because if you stay around long enough, you keep doing it long enough, eventually you're going to win. So I think the Emperor feels that way. I don't know. He's been killed off a couple of times. So we'll, we'll see what happens with this third round of the Death Star.
0: Well, they say that the the sure sign of insanity is um, changing the way you do things. Exactly.
1: So s- speaking of getting killed off, we uh we almost lost you in twenty twenty. Uh I heard you were in a pretty serious car crash that uh you had to have some serious rehab to recover from. Is there anything about that you want to chat about?
2: Yeah, so you know, it it it's funny because it, it like aligns up really well with like the shutdowns from COVID and whatnot. Um, but uh, you know, the gains are going good at that time. I'd actually just finished um my second uh training cycle with the original Juggernaut AI. Um Hitting some, you know, I finally got my bench back over 315 at the time. I, was, I hit 315 for a double. Um, I hit a 465 squat and my deadlift doesn't go anywhere, but I was it, finally able to break 500 pounds off of a one-inch block. Can't pull it from the ground, but at least I got it from a one-inch block. Um, and I was stoked. I lost a little bit of weight just to kind of like slim down because I was trying to, you know, put it bulk up. I stopped stepping on the scale when I hit 250 because I didn't want to see it anymore. Um, trimmed down and then... I was just driving home one night from work um, and it was raining. Just happened to take the wife's truck to work that night too. Uh, And I got T-boned by a dude that was like drunk and hopped up on who knows what Um, his, if you guys want, I can show you guys pictures one day, but this dude's truck, this driver's side, he had no tires on the wheels, Um, but it spun me around, rocked my head real good. My my left shoulder was a little jacked up. My left hip was messed up. Nothing broken um, because I'm kind of solid. So, you know, things don't break as easily when you're a little, got a little bit more mass on you, but, um, dead mess with my head a little bit. You know, I, 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 suffer from migraines now. Um, now my memory is not as great as it used to be. Um, I would say I'm still smarter than the average bear, but that gap isn't as big as it used to be, but you know, it is what it is. And it's taken me a few years to kind of start getting comfortable lifting heavy again. Um, I was actually pretty jazzed with, um, with the garage gym competition lifts just because I, you know, was able to break a thousand pound total. Um, and, and actually I just did a RP 10 lifts a couple days ago. So, you know, I hit 365 for four on deadlift with double overhand, no hook, no, no chalk. Um, I hit 305 last night for five on squats, which felt good. And then I hit a 255 on bench for five. Um, so it felt pretty solid. So I'm not, I'm definitely not back to where I used to be, but like at least, these things are
0: coming back, so
1: now why no chalk was that more of a challenge to yourself? do you not like I was, chalk? I was things? wondering that too like, I was actually wondering like, that too, like if you had said no straps, no hook grip, something like that, like I get that, but like I don't look at it as an accomplishment i, I don't I don't know like oh yeah, yeah, sorry I had to cut you off like why why no chalk
2: um honestly, because I'm lazy uh, I don't feel like <laughs> clean myself <laughs> off afterwards like okay, okay. it is part of part of it is a challenge um you don't just have like, uh,
0: the chalk off like in- and <laughs>
2: Yeah. Is that weird? Am uh, I the only weird one? I mean, I don't have a great sense of taste, so I probably wouldn't taste what it is anyways, but it just tastes I, like great I, I, Yeah, exactly. I like I like being able to like I, when I've never pulled like with a mixed grip. I'm always done um double overhand either with straps or with hook grip. Um and I actually haven't pulled hook grip in about uh two years now. Um but I was able to to usually get a couple reps at 405 with double overhand, no hook. I was using chalk at the time, but, like, I'm, like, my my goal is, like, let me see how strong I can get my grip. Let's, let me see how much weight I can hold. Um, like, I'm off of, like, uh, blocks where the bar is right above your knee. I was pulling, like, um, I think mid-500s with double overhand, um, no hook grip. So, like, my grip's pretty good. Just unfortunately, the rest of my body doesn't seem to, like, pull the deadlift correctly to you know get more weight on that because based on my size i should be lifting a lot more than i do but it is what it is
0: did you now, get I, your did you get your grip from um when you were a kid hunting crawfish and eating them raw i heard that that was a, a thing that you had in your childhood
2: uh so it wasn't crawfish um it was actually um uh man why am i drawing blank? what those things are called you know those those crab like things that are like the perfect um creature they have stayed the same for millions of years we use their blood their blue blood for medicine something like that John name but mm-hmm. no that, i think that's a dinosaur dinosaurs? um
1: <laughs> they are dinosaurs man it <laughs> looks just like a freaking dinosaur
2: someone in the discord is gonna pop in like after this episode like how does he not know what that is but yeah the shell of those things like just really hard to crack so like about like six seven years old and they're just like trying to like force them horseshoe up in eventually. the
0: horseshoe crab yeah horseshoe crab yeah yeah those, yeah, yeah those suckers man they're delicious and they are also not platypus mm-hmm. no they're not
2: and they're not dinosaurs even though they've been around for a long time
0: that was a good call back i'm sorry keith i cut you off there no you good. Like good segue into that yeah. random fact the fact that i knew about big aaron
1: yeah, we, we had a lot of uh, contributing, uh, supporting members give us a lot of data that they knew about Aaron. So we really appreciate you guys reaching out to all that. So speaking of a bad memory, uh, Aaron, I, I want to ask a, another question here. So I heard that you survived a, a really serious car crash in twenty twenty.
2: Yeah, so um, it, was, it was. It's kind of funny. It was right around like the time of the COVID shutdown.
1: <laughs> it was. Um, uh, That's so, well. He's messing that, with your CRS. That was that was, uh, that was supposed to be. A, <laughs> I don't know if that was oh, funny or we, not. Did
0: we cover That's that already?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know
0: if you know this, but uh, big Aaron's got little CRS there. Can't remember, can't remember
2: shit. Nice, (laughs) you know, he did it a few times, and then also being a little old,
1: memory sets going. I'm glad we can actually, I'm glad we can cuss on this episode again because last week was rough. Like, I, Jeff kind of asked us to try to keep a PG 13. I I don't think we swore at all. If we did, it might have been like shit or damn here and there. So, not having that uh, restrictor on us is kind of nice. Well, not having
2: me around helps.
1: Cause yeah. I swear a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that that
2: might have been the reason why, but like I would say, like listening through it, it wasn't noticeable though. You guys might have noticed it, but it wasn't noticeable. Like it didn't it didn't like take anything away from it.
1: Mm-hmm. Good good to know that it's not necessarily it doesn't add or, or detract, it just uh gets Jen on her fucking case.
2: Yeah, shit fist, fuck cunt cocks like a motherfucker just <laughs> turned twat.
0: Wow oh, now 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 Jen has reached out. And um, <laughs> our great, Actually, go factor, <laughs> our great massonomics discord mom has said that it doesn't bother her as much as she had originally portrayed.
1: <laughs> I, <know>. uh, so <laughs> I
0: told her I would stop ragging on her for it on, on the podcast. Um, and hopefully uh, we'll see her on the podcast one day and she can tell us all about it.
1: Yeah, uh, I think she we'll, she'll to do, a, we'll to do a 5 p.m. recording because she's got to get to bed,
0: but we'll definitely knock that out. No problem. <laughs> now I got a fact on here that I really like. Normally I made it a point that I was going to drop a Jim Carrey reference in every episode, but it looks like I'm not going to need to because we have the fact that you are indeed a Jim Carrey fan. So absolutely. I would like to know what is your favorite Jim Carrey movie? Oh man. Um,
2: that's hard to pick. I agree. Like, Cause I grew up on, you know, watching, like I watched the mask like obsessively as a kid um watched Ace Ventura several times. Um, Dumb and Dumber. Um, even the you know, the new one that they did was still pretty good. Uh, I honestly though, I think it would probably have to be Ace Ventura the first one, you know, Ace Ventura Back Detective. Um, strictly because the beginning of that movie. Um, because I remember being like I think what that came out in the early nineties, I was probably like seven or eight years old when that thing came out. Um, and watching this movie, he saves a dog, he delivers it to that that woman. Um, you know, she's dressed scantily and whatnot. And she's like, Oh, I don't have any money. How can I repay you? He's like, gee, let me think. And then, you know, she does her thing. He's moving all over the place. And then he's just like, wow, I got a lot of pee. And you're, I'm just sitting there like, like, that's, that's disgusting. What? why is she, why is she doing that? And I, you know, I'll admit, like, I was probably like 32, 33 when I realized what was going on. like like, i was like how how have i not realized that like i you know i'm not not no stranger to you know uh certain activities so like why did i not pick up on that
0: and and so i mean we mostly discussed his comedies how did you feel about his foray into serious acting and i I will kind of um not not relegate but i'll kind of make a quick comparison Uh, a lot of the people kind of dismissed jim carrey's serious abilities because he started in comedy but nobody dismisses johnny depp's comedy because he started in serious movies and i think that if you look at the trajectory and reverse them those two kind of did that but johnny depp was always able to maintain his credibility whereas when jim carrey did the truman show everybody said no 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 that's a serious movie he can't do that um, but it turned out to be incredible uh so did eternal sunshine of the spotless mind Um, you know, I think that's one of the first movies that ever make me cry like a child. Um, so like, what did you think about that kind of foray? And are you a fan of his at all? I mean,
2: comedy. So I, 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 you know, seen the Truman Show, which I still consider Truman Show a comedy, even though the portrayal is a little bit more, but it's more just about like the, the overall theme of the movie and less like with the one-liners and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Uh Terminal, Spot, uh, Terminal sunshine and spotless mind. I've only seen a couple times, so my memory on that's a little foggy. I do remember it being a good movie. Um, I, I definitely say no complaints about that. Like, I also think he was freaking hilarious in Cable Guy, even though that's not a fun, uh, serious movie, but it is a different portrayal of his comedy. A lot of people movie. don't like that. I forgot all um, about that one. Yeah, and he was also in what the, the number 23, right?
1: Yeah, number 23. That, yes. was, that was like yeah. a murder, that was, it was a very psychological thriller.
2: Yeah, and I love psychological thrillers, so like that—that that was another good one. Um, what's what's the movie called? Oh, um, Bruce Almighty is another funny one. Yes, you know, like even like, yeah, like I, I mean, literally everything he's done has been gold because it's him. Like he's just—he's very funny. He can—the way he can manipulate his face and his voice to like sound like other people and look like other people. Like you just can't ignore that kind of talent.
0: I have one caveat, and I would say it is one thing that I forgot he did, and I probably wouldn't care if he never did. The Riddler. I mean,
2: I think that's because that was the first um, one with Val Kilmer. Well, I mean, so the the only one remake, the only one with Kilmer. But I mean, like the when they redid them, it was more. Yeah, uh, he was he was
0: the
1: first one after Keaton.
0: It's when Joel Schumacher yeah. took over the franchise. So uh, you had your um, Tim Burton do the first and second. Yeah. And then within the same universe, Joel Schumacher took over and he did the the following two. Um, yeah. And George Clooney actually still brags to this day that he was the one that ruined the Batman franchise. <laughs> so good on yeah. him. Um, but I just I don't think that if I had to list my favorite Jim Carrey movies, that that would be anywhere near the top uh, as much as I am a Batman fan. I think that anybody could have done what he did in that movie.
2: But that's not a Jim Carrey movie. He's just a supporting actor in that yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, he was like the fifth so, old guy on that, probably. Yeah. Not his fault.
0: Mike I agree. I just wanted to put it out there that unless he's listening, in which case Jim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love you. <laughs> big it's 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 Big Jim it's big, Carrey.
0: Big Jim. If you're listening to this, it is Big Jim Carrey.
1: Do we have any Big Jims? I don't uh I think Jim's a very popular name in the Discord. I don't I don't know that we have too many that I would they're jumping out at me.
0: Well, there's the Massnomics gym. It's pretty big. <laughs> nice, love it. So, Aaron, tell us about
1: uh, your uh, your passion for playing bass. Is that something you were you in a band and all kinds of stuff like that? We've uh, I've l- limited information on you, so I'm just uh, regurgitating some stuff I found on the <laughs> internet. So, you know, when when you Google "big mofo," it just says bass. So, explain that to me.
2: Actually. If, if you if you are strategic enough with your searches, you can actually find my old band. Um, so back in the early two thousands, uh, when I was a you know later like senior in high school, I think junior senior high school, um, I played music growing up as a kid. I played the saxophone for several years, um, and then transitioned out of that because I didn't like like being a school band, um, and then I ended up picking up the bass, um, partially because like I had buddies that played the guitar, so I was like, oh you know I'm not going to play the same thing that they play um and then first couple days that i had it i ended up learning um uh the penny song bro him and i was like oh i think i might have a knack for this um started playing ended up uh, in an auto shop class with this guy that was a guitarist trying to start a band so we started things up um and he you know found found us a drummer found a, a singer um and we actually coined a term back then Called a uh, opera core, because of a style of singing that our singer did. He was a uh, like in the in the choir at school, so like he had a very large range. Um, but then you know, scream and yell, like crazy, and whatnot. It's like when hardcore was kind of becoming a thing, and like screamo was becoming a thing. Um, played several places throughout Southern California. Um, the highlight of that career was definitely playing a, a little place called the Knitting Factory in Hollywood. You know, probably one of the best memories I have from that. Um, we didn't, is, is that, is that where you showed Lemmy, uh,
0: how to improve his game?
2: Uh, no, actually it wasn't Lemmy. It was Les Claypool. Got it. Uh, You know, Les Claypool was, was trying to figure out how to, you know, what to do with Tommy the cat. So, um, I kind of showed him a few things and
0: figured it out. Funny you brought that up. That's actually in there later too. That's good. That's good work. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, it was, it was a good time. Um, just differences, opinions that didn't go very far uh, or didn't go further. You know, we did get to a point where we were getting paid for it. So that was pretty cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. And I mean, the overall trajectory of my life wouldn't be where it's at now. And so I, I have absolutely no complaints. So just fun memories.
0: Now, I actually used to play bass and in a band, um, sang in the band, but never played bass in the band uh so because bass to me has always been uh one of the more interesting and underrated aspects being a tool fan uh who is yes. heavily yeah. they are just heavily bass driven and the, the whole joke goes go ahead and hum a guitar part from a tool song and you're guaranteed to hum a bass part
2: Yeah. so with exactly. that
0: said who is probably who is one of your favorite bassists
2: oh by far less claypool like he is a god in the bass I know, like you know, Victor Wooten is probably more technically technically a better player, like, but less playful. Just with the range of what he has done, and the fact that Metallica told him, "We cannot let you join the band because you are too good." Like yep. come on, like
0: he did. Now he man. ended up doing a song with them. Yes. Yeah, he ended up doing that. Tuesday's gone.
2: I don't remember which one it was. I.
0: It was on the Garage Inc. It was on Garage Inc for sure. I'm also a gigantic Les Claypool fan. Gi- like totally. Um, so I, I, I'll i give you that one. And one guy I've always really enjoyed, like I, I mentioned Tool, so Justin Chancellor, right? Um, he's he's always been a, I've been a huge fan of his. But how do you feel about Mudvayne?
2: Oh, Rhino for Mudvayne is amazing
0: he's got that bonky bonk sound right the 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 annoying bonky bonk sound but he does it for metal like in such a good fun interesting way uh one of the only songs i ever (laughs) learned to play was actually that intro to dig
2: yeah i i I was able to do dig um i tried learning dmv by uh primus but it was too technical for me i was able to get my uh my name is mud um, wow! You know, obviously, I, I helped Les Claypool with with Tommy the Cat, so I was able to pull that one off. Um, like my, like I, I had a a very eclectic style of playing. Like I refused to use a pick because I felt like unless you were the bass player from Rancid, like picks were for losers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but like so, I, and I learned how to to play slap bass just because I knew what it sounded like, but I didn't know what it looked like. And so mm-hmm. I was playing for a couple of years, and I ended up. <clears throat> uh meeting up with um uh, my of so my best friends the girlfriend at the time her dad was a jazz bassist and he'd been playing for like 40 years mm-hmm. and so i was jamming with him and he's like you do everything wrong but it sounds <laughs> good
0: he's like, like i don't know how you're able capable. to do it
2: yeah he's like he's like the, he's like your your technique is is wrong like he's like what where'd you learn all this i was like everything was from sound like i would just listen to songs and i'd start playing them um, and then I got bored playing other people's songs. And so I'd actually pop my cassette tape into my recorder and I'd hit record and i would just play for hours on end. I just like had these like wild jam sessions that would go anywhere from like punk to like sounding similar to like what tool would put out. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I don't play anymore just cause, um, there was a little bit of, um, uh, I didn't play for a few years just because of what went down with the band. I was a little upset with that. Um, but then, um, when me and my wife first moved in together several years ago, uh, someone had broke into our house when we were moving out, and they stole my bass out of there. And I just no. never replaced it. I've been meaning to, like, I, especially hearing like some of the guys talk in the Discord talk about playing music, and like, I've really got to get back into it. It's been like 15 years since I've touched one.
0: You never really lose your ear, though, right? Uh, like, no, I haven't, I, don't think so. I haven't done anything but karaoke in 20 years. I haven't sang an original song since I was like 17. But you never lose your ear for that. Like, I really like that. I wonder how he does that, right? You hear yeah. that specific growl or that or that scream or that sign. You're just like, I wonder how they do that. So, anyway, I'm sorry. I, it's a bit of a tangent, Keith. I know your internet was a little <laughs> crazy there. I kind of did it on purpose to give you time to yeah. sort that out.
1: Yeah, I've never. I don't know anything about bass. I I listen. To, I don't know. That's. Uh, I'm not a musician, so that's cool. You guys found a found a a. Something to, you know, something to, to, to jive over, if you will.
0: Yeah. Robert Trujillo. Um, so he currently plays in Metallica, but I would have heard him first in uh, Black Label Society. He finger picks a uh, battery. Yeah. That's and when you said he doesn't like you don't use a pick. That's insane. And if you watch him, his fingers look like an octopus because he's finger picking at just what normally people would base or would would use a pick for, it, and that just blows my mind.
2: Well, I mean, and I and sorry, Keith, to like just go on a little bit more, but um, so if if anybody in the Discord look up Victor Wooten, um, mm-hmm. and he shows techniques where like you you obviously they're not gonna see this, but like he, he has the longest fingers, fingers, fingers ever. I I got big hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he strums down with all four fingers, slaps picks up with his thumb and then picks all up with all four fingers and he does this and it's just like and it's wild and like i that's another technique i just couldn't pick
1: up on but like it's just some of these guys are crazy out there couldn't pick up on it Like, that's funny so let's uh we can get off the base if you guys are cool so i got one where did the, the big, I, I, I know you want to, you try to keep most of your an, an, an amenity There's a word there that I can't figure out. The platypus, you know, sucked it out of my brain, but uh, Mofo, where, where the big Mofo, is there a story there that you want to get into? I know you said something about, is it something band related or uh, you said, if we, we did enough of a deep dive on Google, we could figure that out.
2: Yeah. So that also is related to the band. Um, there was, so it, it I won't say my last name, but it's partially related to my last name. Um, and some of you guys might've seen like uh, my YouTube link. You'll see a part of my last name in there. But um, so the MoFo part is a, it's a combination. It's like, it's so my, the, the nickname is MoFo Fernando. Fernando is not my last name. So don't go Googling that. But um, so it's MoFo Fernando's a nickname that I got from my drummer. And, Basically, I did what every, you know, 18, 19-year-old does when they get a girlfriend and disappear. Um, and so I didn't show up to practices. I didn't show my face around for a while, like for a couple months. And then all of a sudden, I go to a party with uh, with my, my bandmates. And I, I walk in, and my drummer hadn't seen me for like two, three months. And he's just like, motherfucking Fernando. And I'm like, what's up? And then, you know, from then on, He started calling me that he actually made me a MySpace account with that name um, without me, (laughs) (laughs) without me knowing about it. And then like, and so like, that just kind of grew from there. So people just started calling me that. And then, you know, I just, I carried it on. I've always thought it's funny. And like, it's just, it it derives from me just disappearing, (laughs) which I do have a tendency to do. Like uh, the, one of the things with um, some of the people probably know, you know, with uh, ADD and whatnot, um there's an issue with the uh, object permanence, so mm-hmm. sometimes when you don't see something for a while, you kind of forget it exists uh, and so that I have a tendency to do
1: that good good to good to know so it it's nothing motorcycle related as uh, as as one of the hosts might have implied it to be <laughs>
0: yeah
2: he 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 did say big moto guy like i was i have never been in a motocross um motorcycles scare me because I've seen too many people wreck on them. So yeah, not into
1: the motos. What about dudes? Are, are are you into dudes? And is it a gender fluid term? That's a little <laughs> little little, little <laughs> back. Thank so you guys. Someone, I, I was not. So that, that that wasn't a jab. That was a there was there was an underlying story there. You guys can can get into if you want.
0: That yeah, that was me. Uh, I was I was just hoping you weren't going to bring this one up because it's, no, it's, it's it's a little more political than I like to get sometimes. Um, but I guess, uh, Eric, do you want to explain what happened and why I, I was such a silly goose for no reason dude
2: do, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm, i you know, there goes that CRS. I might not yep. even remember what that <laughs> All was about. Right, I got
0: you, brother. So I guess, um, you had said in passing that, uh, yeah, you call everybody dude and oh, yeah. you said dude is a, um, a gender neutral term. And I said, well, if that's true, do you fuck a lot of dudes? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I left, I, and the I reason so I do that. that is because it really tests how gender neutral you think that phrase is. Because a lot of I the mean, times when a guy says something like, oh, dude's a gender neutral term, I go, yeah? yeah, 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 fuck a lot of dudes. And you can immediately see them go, no. And then you kind of go, yeah, it's not that neutral, is it? Um, for no other reason than just like bugging people. Uh, in the oh yeah, that, I, like, I'm. No, you went with it, and it was flawless. I'm here for
2: it. it <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. Like, I mean, I call my wife "dude" all the time, and she calls me "dude." Like, um, well, she does it like a little facetiously because my my son's just dude a lot too. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like man, dude, I'm in California. Like, we're That's we're okay right. with everything, man.
0: Yeah. I know. I was just. There's no, there's, just like there's no hate people. here. I just like to tease people sometimes and kind of when they say something, just go, all right, I'm going to test you on that a little bit. Oh, I, um, I steer into the skin every time. Yeah. Good. That's fantastic. Uh, Keith, what is our next segment? I am, I'm lost here.
1: I think it's time for Joey's silly question of the week, because this is always one of my, uh, it's my second favorite probably of the, so I, I do enjoy when, when the guest turns around and asks us some stuff, but the silly question is, but uh, it's been a hit. I think it's been the talk of the Discord for the most part. It, it's definitely one of the it when there's banter and stuff. Like I feel that most people kind of because everyone likes to answer questions, so that that's why we that's why we like the last segment because people ask us stuff. So I think people in the Discord get a kind of be like, oh, the silly question. How would I answer that? And then also, let's uh, do you have one lined up this week? And well, actually, first, do you want to answer mine from last week? or have having uh, a rate how silly mine was. <laughs>
0: Um, I did think of yours and the answer to your, um, if you could eat anything that was neutral, right? Uh, what would it be? It would, it. So, see, my problem is I don't count macros yeah. and calories. And if I want a beer, I'll drink a beer. Like I'm not on a diet. I eat and that's my diet. Right, because I'm not here to look any certain way. So, like, I find it hard to answer that. But I think that if there was a, something that I could eat all the time with no negative, um, negative benefits, negative consequences, it would be chicken yeah. wings. I would eat chicken wings one meal a day every day for the rest of my life if I didn't think it would kill me.
1: So that's, that that's a good question. That's a good answer because it actually allows us to steal one more segment from the other podcast. Drums or flats,
0: both. I would get bored eating one of the either.
1: So I'm I'm drum all the way. I hate flats. I think they're weird. I hate like I hate that there's extra bone. I don't know. There's something that's more carnivore about it that I just don't dig. I don't know. I just, yeah, like,
0: you gotta you gotta crack those bones apart and leave between.
1: Well, and it, it, and it's more it, it's it's more chicken breast almost. So it's like it's if I want if I want a big piece of juicy, juicy chicken, I'm gonna make you know chicken breast. I don't. I would. That's why I like the drums because it's like it's eighty percent breading and just a little bit of chicken. So it's clearly not as much protein, I would imagine, but it just tastes better. You get more of that just that that burnt, flaky skin that I that's the more enjoyable part of a chicken wing. So what about you, MoFo? Flats or uh, drums? So I am
2: the odd man out in this and probably the entire crew. Uh, I'm about the flavored chicken nuggies.
0: <laughs> yeah, buddy, oh, toss this. nuggies.
2: I, I don't like fighting for my food. You know, I'm not a hunter gatherer, (laughs) like I'm all about efficiency. Like, and I can, I can eat more of the, you know, the boneless fake wings, uh, than I could, you know, fighting through a, a drum or a flat, if I were to pick one, it definitely would be, it'd probably be the drum as well. Um, which I actually didn't know until recently until actually the discussion in the discord crew that the drum was a drumette portion of the wing. I thought they were just legs and they were just calling them chicken wings.
0: Hmm. Yeah, did, well, but you know the secret to eating eating the thigh, right? No. No. So you you twist one end, okay, and then you use your fingers and you push down, and it essentially separates all the meat from the flat and turns it into a drum, and then you can actually just pop it out.
2: Yeah, but in the time that I've done that, I could put down like four bones. Like lanes. four attendees.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, no. I and it's like I understand that chicken wings are mostly just a conduit for hot sauce, right? Like I could just genuinely just eat hot sauce on my cauliflower bites or something and get away with it. But ultimately, I just enjoy chicken wings, and it's because my mom worked in a chicken wing bar for like my entire childhood. So, and there were days where I was really young and I couldn't afford lunch or couldn't, you know, like when I was just kind of on my own at first, I could go to my mom and get chicken wings or, you know, when I was 12 or 13 and the treat for dinner, if my mom happened to finish work early was chicken wings. So I guess I might have a, a mental association as well, but also just love greasy, hot, spicy as you can make them burn my face off chicken wings.
1: So I got one more follow up. Sorry to kind of hijack your chili question this week with a follow up from last week. But all right. okay, so as your uh, vegetable that goes, you know, er, chicken wings where I when I grew up always came with celery. I've gone to places mm-hmm. where they serve it with like carrot sticks. I've gone to places where you have to pay an extra four dollars to get two pieces of celery. What is like a what's the Canadian chicken wing kind of come with? Is it would it be the same as it's American? carrots and celery?
0: Know? Yeah, okay. it's carrots and celery. Sometimes yeah. you get cucumbers. And, you know, solid argument that cucumbers are more delicious than all of them. But usually cool. it's it's carrot sticks. And the one place I go to has this nice dill dip where it's um, tossed with dill. It's like, it's not ranch because personally, I don't really eat ranch, which I know based on last week is <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> um, but they have a dill dip that's like dill and onion and, and amazing. Uh, shout out to Firths for, you know, having some decent wings and some decent stuff. But it's just... Just carrots and celery, man.
1: I do like cucumbers. I don't think I've only ever, ever had a cucumber with a chicken wing, but I'm I I like cucumbers to add bulk to like uh the like deli sandwiches. So if I go to like yep. a, a sandwich place, and that's not a, I don't think that's very common. I don't when I when I get no. cucumbers on sandwiches, people look at me kind of funny, and I'm like, no, it like adds a little bit of bulk to it. It's you know, it's it's just it's good flavor. It's you don't know, I, I'm next a, time you, you had...
0: make a next time you make a gin and tonic, muddle up a little cucumber first. It'll blow your mind. Because the cucumber will interact with that gin, which has the juniper and all that in it. And it'll just absolutely change the flavor of that drink. Because most people use limes. But I started throwing cucumbers in there because cucumbers are much more refreshing.
2: Uh, A Mexican. We got to use limes.
0: I did just buy some Mexican beer and bought some extra limes to go with it. So So let's figure that out. All right. Um, So my silly question this week is not I'm worried it's not that silly, but I'm also worried. I'm also sure that it's going to get some confusing answers.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like always like that. Yeah, let's hit it.
0: All right. Um, tell me about your favorite tree.
1: Okay, I got one. So I have my parents' house when I so I lived in the same house till I was like twelve, and then I moved and lived to another house when I was till so I was like twenty two or something. So at that second house. I would have been twelve or thirteen and I actually like carved my initials into this big ass tree. And oh my dad was so pissed. And I'm talking like it's like like a huge K and a huge H, at least twelve inch you know, a foot and a half or so tall, foot and a half wide. Uh to the to this day, twenty four Five years later, that fucking thing is still there, and it's actually like split a lot of the bark off the tree, and like the K has like split the bark, and it goes up like six feet now. But it's still legible that I like graffitied the tree with my initials in like two thousand, like oh, shit, like nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> so uh, that is my favorite tree, and that's the story behind it.
0: Good answer, Aaron.
2: <laughs> um, so. The confusion that I got there is like, are you talking about a single specific tree or a type of tree? Because that will net two different answers.
0: I'd love to hear both. I'd love to hear both.
2: All right. Well, druthers, I'd assume that you're talking about a specific tree. Um, So I haven't grown up in an area that has a lot of trees. Like, we got a lot of palm trees out in California. Um, And depending, you know, if you were to drive across from north to south, south to north, whatever, there's just so much different types of like foliage landscape whatever um so favorite tree particular is this palm tree i don't remember what kind of palm tree it was but it was in my front yard uh at my old house and it just popped up out of nowhere like we didn't we didn't plant it there um we didn't like it didn't see a bulb just all of a sudden show up there um just one day like there's this one foot palm tree sticking out of the ground i was like where did that come from and it was like, probably like I lived in the house for about seven years. Um, and it was probably like uh maybe two years into living there. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to leave it. And so I just let it grow and grow. And then I decided I was going to try to kill it and I couldn't kill it. And I tried several times. And I was like, Nope, this guy's staying here. Um, and I do, I don't remember what place. I don't remember what specific type it was, but it is a type that grows to be about 30 feet tall. So the new owners are going to be surprised in a few years when that thing just sprouts up like crazy (laughs) if they didn't take it out.
1: So how hard did you try to kill this tree that you couldn't succeed? Are you out there with, like, a tiny little hatchet just chipping away at it? Or did you, like, drive some uh, pennies into it? Or how did you attempt to kill this tree?
2: So a couple times I tried to dig it out. Um, I, contrary to, like, what I look like and what some of my heritage is, I'm not that great with physical labor um and like digging with shovels terrible like just not great with it so i tried digging it out once and i gave up um i cut every branch off of it and i was just like stabbing it um you know i th- actually I tried digging it out twice um the last time i got it like halfway uprooted and like but then i was like you know what i've spent five hours doing this um i'm just gonna leave it and i just left it let it do this thing i trimmed the the branches down to like Get out of my way when I was cutting the grass, but that was about it.
0: That tree outlasted you.
2: Well, I mean, I'm much older than it, but I gave up. I let it live.
0: I meant in that fight, but yeah, like in that fight to uproot it, it was you were just like, nah. Between the my desire to have you gone and my desire to continue doing this,
2: well, I mean, (laughs) just like the Empire with the, the Death Star for the third time, I could always go back and try again.
0: Yes, yes.
2: But the other part of that question, or the other answer for that question, um. I love redwoods uh, going up to the redwood forest is so amazing. Seeing those, mm-hmm. you know, 200, 300 feet, foot tall trees that have been around for centuries. Like those things are insane. Like they just, yeah, it, never the smell as amazing. Yeah, um, They look so cool. Like the ones that they got, there's a, there's a, there's one or a couple of them they carved out so you can drive through them, but granted it's meant for a smaller car. So when I had a rental, I was running a big old expedition um, and it was too big to fit through there, but still it's, it's cool to see those trees. Those, those things are amazing.
0: Yes. Uh, so I, interestingly of all the places in the, in the U S that I've been to, I have been to California and we did go up to the, the golden gate bridge there. And I believe there's some redwoods off to the side of that.
2: Yeah. The, the one I'm talking about is more is for the North, um, like Humboldt, um, area, which is right on the border of Oregon, I believe okay um but yeah there's i I know it extends further down though
0: okay that's the closest i've ever been to a redwood i've haven't been out west uh even in canada that much uh so yeah i that's my silly question of the week um i would answer it uh i'll give you a brief answer it does stem from a tree that i love and um it's uh this place called the royal botanical gardens here uh, near where I live, which is a conservatory, but as well as a garden. And they have what's called the Mediterranean Gardens. And you can walk around and they have all these like plants and trees from all over the world. And I've been going there since I was essentially my son's age. My dad would take me. And it, it is a membership place. You can buy memberships at different varying levels, contributing. Uh, in fact, it is there because it was a um, a Canadian gift to the Queen. So if you ever want to look it up, it is one of the most gorgeous places if you like plants and trees. And there was always a eucalyptus tree up in the one corner of the Mediterranean Mediterranean Garden near the Birds of Paradise. They have this big 30-foot-tall Bird of Paradise. Uh, And they had a eucalyptus tree. And every time I would go there, and I don't know if you guys ever do this, uh, have you ever smelled trees? I might be psychotic, but sometimes you just walk up and you do one of these, give a quick clap onto the leaves and the distress will send out the smell of that tree and eucalyptus obviously smells like mint but i would do that every time i went for 30 years and then one day probably after covid when everything kind of opened back up i went in and that tree was gone no and it got me thinking at how like weird it is for a human to notice the absence of a tree and not because it provided shade, not because it provided food, but just its mere presence was gone. Um, and I ended up writing a letter and talking to the um, the main I – I want to call Gardner, but there's an no, Arborist. Arborist, Ar, Arborist. Arborist. Yeah, we have a couple of yeah. them in the – and they told me that it got some rot during COVID, so it had to come down. But they did replace it with a baby eucalyptus. So it's really cool now that I also get to have my son grow up with the son of that's, that tree. That's actually that really I cool.
1: I can I appreciate that story a lot. The whole I don't even how much of the tree do you think it is versus just you did something for thirty years. I mean, you could do anything for thirties. You could touch a telephone pole for thirty years, and I yeah. think you'd still have an emotional relationship with that telephone pole. Like so, yeah. I can I can relate. I'm a very habitual OCD person, so having anything you do for more than a couple mm-hmm. of years, I that's, that's, intriguing. everyone should have something like that in their life.
0: Yeah. Uh, but favorite type of tree would be the Japanese maple. Damn, those things. Those are the Chinese maple, the red maple that are a little short, but they grow wild. And if the sun shines through them, it just turns everything blood red. They are a gorgeous tree that are impossible to take care of. Uh, so that was me answering my own so question. That was the silly, silly question of the week, guys. If you
1: have any answers you want to share in the Discord, we'd love seeing it. You know, feel free to blow up that channel uh, as the podcast comes out, and you know it's always nice to see other people's answers to that. So, you want to dive right into overrated, underrated, gentlemen? I think we covered most of our topics. Absolutely. So you're Let's familiar with it. the game, there, Bister Big Mofo. You've, uh, you, you understand?
0: I think we should. I think we should read the okay. rules. Yeah, I think I think my
1: CRS is kicking so, it again. Underrated, overrated. Say pretty long-standing segment of the uh, podcast here. We're going to ask you six or so specific questions to you that came up during our research, and you have your druthers to pick overrated or underrated. I would say it's not necessarily if you consider it overrated or underrated, but based off the general perception and then how you feel that uh, it's actually overrated or underrated based off the world's
0: general perception
1: of that topic. So are you...
0: And most importantly, you have your druthers but you do have to pick a side right in the line. Uh, And I'm bringing that up because I made a last minute change in here. And I think I have the hardest one I've ever asked anybody. Bring it on. Okay. Keith, uh, I'm going to let you do the first couple because I didn't put this there.
1: Aaron overrated or underrated toe spreaders.
2: (laughs) I knew this one was going to be here.
0: Um, (laughs) Toe spreaders on zoom. (laughs) Actually, let's discuss so, that for a second. <laughs> yeah,
2: we <laughs> don't need to go into the backstory. I just, I didn't, re- I honestly did not realize that that was within the field of view. So when you guys brought it up, I was like, "That's that's awesome." Yeah, for- that's too funny. But so, so, so yeah. Um, I would say the knockoff seven dollar ones on Amazon that you get a five pack is underrated but those like $70 toe spreaders that somebody out there sells that's overrated. Like do they help? Yes. Is it something that I'm going to spend 70 bucks for? No, I'm flat footed. so I, I'm going to do anything I can to help my feet. Um, and I think those have helped me like root while squatting and deadlifting. So I, I love using them and I'll, uh, there's times where I'll wear them all day long. Um, if I'm wearing the right shoes with them. So definitely underrated. If, if you're, if you're going Good with answer, the
0: uh, and I I'm fine with playing one. That's it is. <laughs> dangerously close to riding the line. Dangerously close to riding the line. But I'm will not... say
2: underrated overall then.
0: Okay. I mean that's what I figured you would say. I do enjoy that when you were doing that. I just yelled, Did you just join this call to show us your feed? <laughs> because we had never seen your face before, and we didn't then either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith. Uh, underrated on that one? You go ahead
2: underrated hundred percent. Like I, I spent, um, from the time I was 11 to the time I was 22, 23, um, hours on end every single day skateboarding, uh, wasn't ever any like crazy good, but it was just a lot of fun, easy way to travel. Um, <laughs> there, I remember one time we we're uh, skating at this shopping center and doing uh, this rail that's there. And, um, the security guard comes up and he's just talking to us, he's not being mean or anything like that. He's just saying, Hey guys, you know, you're not supposed to skate here or whatever. And um, one of my friends is off to the side. He's just like, you know, here's a group of people. Here's this, um, here's my friend, security guards my face. He's just slowly walking away, really slowly backing up and then just runs. And the security guard's like, wait, what are you doing? Like starts running after him. So we all just like go in opposite directions. And like you know, that's something you know, skateboarding brought me. But definitely underrated. Um, sucks that they like put those stoppers on walls and rails and whatnot, so people can't skate on them anymore. But underrated for sure. Nice.
1: All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do my last one here. We can switch it over to Mr. Joey. So this is a this, this is one that's probably going to get some 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 heated uh, debate after, from your answer because I kind of have a feeling what it's going to be. So overrated or underrated? Sparkling waters.
2: Uh, I will say, um, you know, the crew is going to kill me. The boys are going to kill me overrated. Um, I've tried the I've tried bubbly. I've tried, uh, I I don't think it was polar. There's a couple other ones I've tried and it's probably because I don't have the greatest sense of taste, but when I taste them, all I taste is like the absence of flavor and then the carbonation and i'm like maybe it's because i grew up drinking soda and expecting a lot of flavor and i don't get it but you know that's why i got that sparkling ice one because it actually does taste like what it says it is versus like someone whispering you know lemonade in your ear when you're drinking it
0: the
1: essence
2: yeah i I will say overrated but you know i respect other people's opinions and uh if you like it cool you can be wrong
0: and if you're asking about this one that I've been drinking, that's definitely <laughs> overrated. This is, that's, it's honestly like eating a, it's like drinking a blueberry cheesecake. It's just too much. That,
2: yeah, that sounds wrong.
0: All right. Our, our next one comes from one of the hosts. Uh, over Overrated, underrated. Tanner wants to know, and I know I said his name, but it, it is relevant. Motocross. um man i'll
2: say underrated just because even though it is relatively popular it's popular within a specific community so i don't think there's a ton of people out there that love it or that are fans of it but like the people that love it are really into it um it was cool watching like the x games growing up and seeing um what is it this is a travis when he got into it, doing some crazy tricks that just weren't being done beforehand, um, there was, I remember this one guy, I don't remember his name, but they called him, I think they called him Ticks because he had Tourette's. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, he would be out riding the course and, like, having his little, like, ticks pop it up. And, know, like, he'd be, you know, approaching the ramp and you see his head, like, cocked to the side and, like, see get up in the air, do some crazy backflip tricks and whatnot, land and just... Start ticking again. It's like, man, that, that's that's gnarly. So well, you know, not something I get into. Um, it's cool to see that. So I'd say underrated.
0: All right. And then the final two are from me. Uh, they are little adjustments that I've been making while we've been going. So uh hopefully they don't fall flat. Because every once in a while my OU tends to tends to his, take a swing or a miss. All right. Um overrated or underrated, left-handed screwdrivers.
2: <laughs> well, obviously, you know I'm left-handed. Um, <laughs> is that a thing? Like, no, God
0: no. They're a screwdriver. They're just they ambidextrous. Like, but it, it would originally surprise me it, it said it overrated underrated being left-handed, and I'm like, that's not funny. So I was going to put left-handed scissors, but I just wanted to throw out the whole left-handed screwdriver thing because that's way funnier.
2: I'm going to go into a little bit all like if. If somehow that's a thing, I would say underrated because, you know, being left-handed, like, there are certain tools that you can't use properly, like, um, like p- some power tools aren't designed for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that just aren't designed for for left-handed people. So I would definitely say anything that's left-handed is going to be underrated for a left-handed person. Um,
0: now, you, and I, 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 now, my sources I here guess. say that you also opened um, the left-handed Emporium like Ned Flanders. Uh, at some mall there in California. How did that, how did that weather?
2: Um, so I got my inspiration from watching the Simpsons. Of course. Um, Seeing Ned Flannery opened the leftorium. Um, the problem was I opened it in a city where there was only right-handed people. I didn't do my market research oh, yeah. to see where my, my population was. Uh, I poured like all of like, you know, hundreds maybe tens of dollars into that um so uh, it did take me about a week to recover from that but you know it is what it is
0: okay tangent have you heard oakley oakley oh yeah okay so that when they did the version of the leftorium the all that is left Uh, and turned it like into a metal song and made it sound like all that is left like pure evil fantastic
2: yeah, I don't I've only seen like several a handful of videos on YouTube. So I don't like if you say, Hey, name this song, I'm not okay. gonna name it. Yeah. But like if you played it for me, I might remember seeing it. All right. If you happen to it.
0: go and listen to their version of the Leftorium, uh the all that is but, left, it's just it's some really good hardcore metal, but also making that Flanders seem a little sinister. Yeah. All right. The last one, which is either A, gonna get us in a ton of trouble. <laughs> or B um, <clears throat> could be really funny uh, overrated or underrated Lemmy said Lemmy yep Lemmy Killmeister.
2: Um so when it comes to music I'm not great with names I care about like what the song sounds like I might not even be able to name the song unless it's like you know Primus songs or um, so he's from you know, he's, by, he's uh, from Motorhead that's what I was trying to remember and he has passed away recently, right? A few years ago. Yep. Yeah. Um I want to say underrated man. Motorhead's is a great band. Like I I you know, I can't name songs but like it I've never heard one of those songs that I didn't like.
0: Yeah.
2: You know. So you put it on I'm not, I might not necessarily recognize it but you're like hey, come listen to some Motorhead. Ace Space to it. Ace- oh yeah, dude, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. 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 Um I originally had that as Les Claypool. And then when I asked you the original Lemmy thing and you changed it to Les Claypool, I was like, I got to change this (laughs) because I was not I actually should have not brought up the bass earlier and brought it up for the overrated, underrated. And then we could have told the story about playing bass. But um, yeah, no, definitely. Lemmy, um, uh, I would argue adequately rated. I think most people in punk and metal do love Lemmy. Um, but I mean, trick question, let me, is God, right?
1: Airheads.
2: I mean, I, and I think if you, if you go by the time of when that music was more popular, like what outside of rush, you didn't have a lot of like bass players standing out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, it, in in just throughout music history, like there's not a lot of bands that have let the bass player you know shine yeah so any band that does that i'm a fan of
0: he once called the worst band in the world and it turns out that was damn let me (laughs) kill meister i think uh the next section is being updated (laughs) (laughs) love the internet I love the internet. What do we do? I think just we need to do in. a little
1: sponsor read. Is that, Aaron? Do you have? A, do you want to do a little uh, riff of a little sponsor read from Astronomics? or tell us, tell, tell the, tell the listeners why they should be sporting members? Uh, you know, any, any little, uh, you know, stroke the ego of the other host just a little bit more, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, like, um, let me see if I can get into the that advertising, like announcer voice, like um, reading mode. Um, so, uh, do you want to learn how to get strong, stay strong and use your strength? Do you like lifting hard and living easy? Well, if you do come on over and join the Massonomics discord crew, that's at, uh, massonomics.com slash join, uh, do it now. You probably missed out on this gift that's going out, but there's plenty of perks, perk city over here. Again, that is a, you know, learn how to get strong, stay strong, use your strength. The time to easy. That was That's perfect,
1: uh, and you did hit on one. You I know you, you did hit on one thing that I want to touch on. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about what the gift is. Uh, I think everyone's got their own opinion. Do we want to? I mean, it's kind of like those things. Like if you, it's like when you when you get, when you're guessing your birthday present, and then you do get it right, it's just kind of like it's almost anticlimactic. It's like, do we want to go and uh, give a little uh, what we think it might be, or just kind of you know we'll all find out in the next week or so.
0: Just. Ooh. We know. We know it's not yeah, slides. No, so, so we know. We know we're not getting the slides that don't exist. Jack might um, have sent a
1: pair to someone. You know who knows? Like like you know, he probably just bought
0: <laughs> It's either nothing yeah, or for, slides for like sure. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> or if you spoon, yeah, nothing well, ever. Yeah, shit happens. That's awesome. The, the post office oh. Um You want to hear about some hot takes on pea gravel versus sand? Go ahead and join the Masonomics nah. Discord. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know. I may, nope. I might have been feeling salty today. So I do want to apologize to Big Dave just have a little salty. Exercise. One of the days. I, I, I can't imagine having an opinion about something like this. And I felt kind of bad about saying that. So sorry, it's, man. Sorry. It's
2: Dave. all good. It's all good banter. It's all yeah, great banter. Yeah, I, I think mean,
0: most of us don't take ourselves that seriously in there um but i was kind of mulling over how i might have come across when i said that when i was just like no nah, i'm just kidding i don't give a fuck like i don't can't imagine caring about what people put in their sandbag like i yeah having a salty opinion you, about that
2: are you are you getting strong are you get you know staying using strong your strength? using like, your strength yeah exactly then keep we're, it up we're good we're, um i did i did want to point something out that i thought was funny and i put it in the in the the discord I don't know if anybody saw it, but like, so when Tanner first put that, or sorry, one of the hosts put out that picture, right? I just glanced at it and it looked like it was a large box on a hardwood floor I did see that. That with like, with envelopes that were like big. And I was like, I was like, they're probably going to send out like medium sized checks for like a dollar to everybody. And this is going to be so hysterical. And then I looked at it again. I was like, oh no, those, that's normal sized envelopes. (laughs) And it's sitting on a hard, on a wood table. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I need to put my glasses on.
0: You got out angled. You yep. got out angled by Tanner.
1: So you need, <laughs> uh, and I. So you need glasses, and you have a uh, a uh, you know a taste disorder. Is there was there anything function right on you, Mister Big Mofo? Yeah. His lips, but uh,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: I'd, I'd, oh, I'm that nice. was more of a bad segue. Nice. Like, because we we talked about food a bunch and. You know, you touch base. You a few different times. You mentioned that you have a a poor sense of uh, taste. Is that something? Is that something new? Is that something you've always had? Is that something? What's up with that? Uh, So it's not. It's it's
2: it's more like it's degraded. I wouldn't say it's like poor. Um, It's because I have a bad sense of smell, and I don't know if it's because I have like severe seasonal allergies that last year round, or it's because I spent twenty plus years of my life with a deviated septum. Um, I got that fixed like a handful of years ago. So I don't know what the cause of it is. Um, but yeah, like unless something's like really pungent, I won't smell it. Um, you know, obviously like there's things that I taste that I like and there's things I taste like that just gross me out. Like, you know, but yeah, for the most part, like I I would say I don't experience flavors to the same degree that other people do. That's very
1: sad. That's like one of the sad, I don't, I, I, I guess that would be a good thing though. That's got to help keep your diet in check though. Like you don't. Like if 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 shit doesn't okay. So, so uh, it I still wish. doesn't. So you you can still taste fat and know that it's awesome.
2: Well, I'm I'm very skilled at um binge eating. Um and I, it's funny, you mentioned it, I think last on last week's podcast about like when it comes to like donuts, cakes, or like things like that. It's if it's put in front of you, you just engulf it and like I'm the same way. Um like I I can put down a box of donuts and not even bat an eye.
0: Good to know. I may or may not be making a meme. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Tune into Instagram That's for all funny. your laughs right now. So you, uh, <laughs> you are
1: a garage gym lifter, as it looks like. Uh, is that something you've been a... Af- like, so have you been a commercial gym guy? Uh, or are you pretty much solely into the uh, garage gym now?
2: So, and this is something that I found, like, it, it's a little surprising to me but I guess this was more common. Like I discovered lifting as a teenager. Um, I initially started lifting in my bedroom with a, like a weeder bench press that I bought off my cousin when I was like 15 years old. Um, and then I, we got into lifting at school, um, for initially wrestling. And then like, I was able to do it as like a replay as an elective class. Um, then I didn't lift for a couple of years and got back into it. when I was like 19 years old, um, but I, uh, yeah, I went to the commercial gym. I went to Twenty Four Hour Fitness for several years, um, seeing all kinds of crazy things in the gym. All the like the memes that you've seen. Um, I grew up lifting before YouTube, where you had to like wait for the next month's issue of you know Flex or Muscle and Fitness or whatever to see what the next workout was and things like that. Um, so yeah, like, but uh, COVID is what drove me into going to. The home gym life, um and I mean, I'm. Um, why I don't have the best setup. I'm very grateful for it, and I'm. I will never go it's back. It's got
1: to be beneficial too. You're saying you're driving like up to an hour a day. So if you're good, you got to think you're working eight to ten hours a day. You're in a car for two to three hours a day. That leaves like three or four hours, and then you're trying to go to bed. So yeah, trying to squeeze a workout in. There's no way you could justify exactly. just doing three hour. You know, I'm sure the closest gym to you's got to at least you know, I, or depending on where you're at, I don't know how bad the traffic is, but. uh you're talking two to three hours. You're talking two to three hours it, to go to a commercial gym and get any kind of workout in. So. What?
2: Yeah, it, it's 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 way better having it at home, but you save so much time. Um, you do run into the issues like where I like like when I get home from work, you know, because I'm just tired from the drive. I like to chill with the wife or with my son for a little bit. And sometimes I get so relaxed doing that that I end up not lifting. But, you know, still, like I can make those lifts up on the, on the weekend, too. And I just do it whenever I want off the wait for yeah, the ride. I
1: feel that the, the the days that I'm the most active, the days that I get my best workouts in, are obviously Sunday because that's just when I have my friends over. But then like Friday, Friday, because uh, it's like you just there's no pressure to get up and go to bed, at, or to, there's no pressure to go to bed at a certain time because I don't have to get up and go to work on Saturdays. So for me, I always try to get my two big like my two big workouts are Friday, Saturday, and then. I get one to two workouts during the week and it just kind of, you know, typically there are certain days, but if like, if I have a shitty day, it's no big deal to move it one way or the other, but the Friday and Sunday are just always a constant in my training. I'm very lucky to have that. Yeah. But do you have anything you'd like to ask us? This is a a relatively new segment that I'm, it's my pretty much my favorite segment because you know, I love talking. So what do you have for Joey and I, do you have anything, uh, Get anything good? The, the bar's been set pretty high the last few weeks. We've had two or three weeks worth of uh, good content, so you cannot let us down.
2: Yeah, the, uh, I will say I might not um, equal to what those guys have come up with in, I mean, uh, one of them might. I, so I actually have two questions. Um, the first one is, who do you think you are? And the second one is, I know i don't remember your backstory uh big keith for for gyms but i remember uh big joy mentioning like boutique gyms but and i've talked about the commercial gyms um i've seen some weird shit in commercial gyms and, and going at all hours of the day all hours of the night i'm just curious like what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen at any kind of public I've got, gym? i've
1: got two that come to mind so la fitness local to me um Big commercial. It's just your, your 24 hour. Not even, it wasn't even. 20, it's a big, big box gym, uh, pool, sauna, hot tub, all that jazz. So, number. I so, said, which one? Do you want the worst one or the second worst one first? Uh, so I've, talked, I've, I've got two. Most like, out there so I'm going to go was. with the one that's not the worst, uh, and that is. So this will prelude to how they have the worst <laughs> one, in my opinion, was. So walk in. Uh, I can tell the. I can tell the hot tubs closed because <laughs> they got a sign on it, and there's no one physically in it. But and then and the jets uh, aren't physically on, like where you would like turn the dial and they they go super on. But there's always a, a circulation pump going. Uh, someone early in their day had had an accident, and took shit in the hot tub, and they scooped out the best they could. But there's still <laughs> shit particles circulating around in the center of a hot tub that I've spent hours in. Uh, so I did not get in. I did wait like hours. Well, do you, hours before well, or after both, the shit? But like it was probably six months before I got back <laughs> into that hot tub. I, I waited till they. they
0: oh, okay. Uh, so it wasn't uh, immediately. I just, I enjoyed how you're like, <laughs> there is shit floating. And I spent hours in there. And I was like, today? No, like, 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 there's a cheap <laughs> shit soup that people can go like, and taste right no, now. Like,
1: I would have been a member there for like three years prior and spent 20 minutes a week or so in the hot tub and then waited six months until it had, you know, until it had been drained and flushed at least three or four times before I think I stepped foot back in it again. So, and that is not my worst public gym story my what i consider some people might consider that worse than the other one because the other one's a little more medical uh but i think it's just disgusting so everyone has a naked people in the in the gym like in the locker room i've seen you know everyone's seen 100 dicks in the locker room it's not a big deal that's not the problem so in the, i have really, not by the okay, way nope you just have nope. gone to gyms where people don't yeah, actually I... change so probably a gym that didn't have a shower then i imagine because you go to any gym that has a shower
0: correct yeah yeah they well they were oh. a boutique, right? So they were just gotcha. independent. They had single okay, stall yeah. showers no, is... because don't don't show. Your yeah, dick every strangers. every
1: hey, that's a Canadian thing. You guys don't look at dicks, but I don't I I don't like looking at dicks. It's just something where you, just, you go to a commercial gym, you're going to see a dick. I don't know. It is what it is. But so it's in in the vein.
0: It's a Canadian. It's a it's only a Canadian thing. Yeah, you do not want to look at dicks. That's true. Thanks for
1: that uh <laughs> so the the one that still irks me to the day is naked old dude in the sauna with a catheter coming out of his penis, going into a piss bag, actively filling up with a towel on his shoulders, not covering up his dick. That's the worst thing. Well, what if it, what if I his shoulder was cl- cl- it cold? It was 140 healed. degrees in the goddamn sauna. I don't need to see your dick urinating into a piss bag. And like I get that some people might not consider that as bad because it's a medical thing, but like what the fuck? Cover up yeah. your penis, man. Like I
0: don't want I don't want to
1: see as, a nah, little one inch nubbin
0: with a catheter coming out of it. But as There's as a, a Canadian cat- as a Canadian, I just would not I have looked but at his it's
1: Like I don't know. you can't like it's just there. It's, it's like the sauna is shaped like a U and I'm sitting on it, I'm I'm sitting I directly can't. above and across I'm from broke. him and I'm just like, Well, I gotta get my sauna in, but I guess i do oh, that, that memory I got Yeah,
2: that's All my, so. Big Keith's new nickname is uh, Meat Gazer.
0: Yep, Dick Looker. Whatever. <laughs> Dude is not... Dick Farm Hunt. Uh, Dick Farm Hunt. No.
1: All. If, if you guys want these sounds, <laughs> so I'm not finding them.
0: <laughs> um. So the, to answer your first question, uh, do you know who I think I am? Right. To answer your second <laughs> question, <laughs> um, like personally, going to a commercial gym, I, I really. The commercial gym I went to, I strictly went for deadlifts. Like, I only went there because they had a deadlift bar. And I always tell the story of I don't go there anymore because I came in and I started walking towards the deadlift um, rack. They only had one rack with a free bar, with a power bar. And some kid raced me there to do shrugs. (sighs) There's three open hydraulics machines. So I don't know. I don't know what they're called. We'll continue along with you. Joey doesn't know things, so it's a bar, but it's attached to um, um, hydraulics, so it still goes up and down and side to side.
1: Or uh, not, sorry, um, a, a, a Smith machine.
0: No, because the Smith machine yeah, goes, goes, up goes
1: up and down and in and out. That's weird. so
0: these, yeah, they're they're safety machines, right? They're just there for gotcha. older people to use and still get some resistance with the barbell. There's three of those open, but this kid races me towards there so that he can do shrugs with the only barbell in the gym. And that was actually the day that I swore I'm never coming back here again. (laughs) And that is when the pit first opened up. Um, One of the other ones was in um, an unnamed gym I go to. It was primarily older people, but as some younger people started to join, Uh, that would mean that uh, young attractive women started to join and one of the funniest things you can do in a gym with other people is when there is a young attractive woman is watching the reactions of people around her and watching them either A not try to hide eye contact at all or B desperately try and hide eye contact and it's I do recall yeah. that day specifically looking at her going, that's an attractive young lady. And then going, oh, my God, I'm in for the best show ever. So then I just went to like like the Stairmaster so I could just look over the gym and watch everybody in the gym. And that was actually probably one of my favorite times is just going like, gotcha, Katcha, Oh, you should stop. Like just doing one of those. But uh, but it,
2: there's a creeper. There's a creeper. There's a creeper.
0: Yeah, Well, also like not a creeper, not a creeper. Really trying hard not to be a creeper. Good for you, but I am being married and completely done with human beings at the time. I have the luxury of not wanting to look at people half my age. Um, But either way, that's uh, getting into Joey Swole stuff here. Goob's going to (laughs) call me soon. Call me out for (laughs) Joey Swal's. You don't do that. Mind your business. Don't call out to anyone. Um, But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mind your business. Do better. Actually do yeah, my I, choice. I would world. I would, I would
1: like to well. see, I would like to see him get on the the main mm-hmm. podcast, you know. He would be a good interview, I'd imagine.
0: Uh Tanner and I talked about it briefly. Um, you know, I was I was tagging him in a lot of posts and trying to and trying to uh, gather up some support. Um but he seems to have a media team that you can't get past. Plain and simple. You just can't get past right. them. You've got to put in an official request. He's probably going to ask for money. And I just told Tanner, I, I give up. Like, it's just not going to happen from our end. It's going to have to happen from, uh, now Lindsay loves to lift who is working or lifting at the Mm -hmm. lift hard live easy. Uh, He follows her. So if we wanted to tag her in, um, to get him, I mean, we should also have her if I'm really pushing it, like talking about potential guests for the main podcast, uh, we should have her as well as him, but it just wasn't going to happen. He just is—he's behind a media paywall.
1: I always—I always prefer the guests that are like at least follow Massonomics. Like I get gotta like they—they've they, done however many hundreds of episodes. You're gonna run out of people that actually follow you, but mm-hmm. like it is just more enjoyable when they at least know something about you. I mean, it—I I guess for 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 the for yeah. for the interview point of view, it might even be easier for the host to like interview someone that doesn't know shit about them. Cause then it's like a complete blank. They don't have to play up to any of the bits because there's no expectations from the guests. So I could see the benefit of that, but like, I don't know, as a consumer, it is, it is just always more enjoyable when there's just more of the, the banter and they, everyone gets the bits. I, I agree. It's, it's more natural.
2: It's
0: more natural. Yeah, I agree. And, and I've said it kind of, you know, it's always better to interview somebody who knows what you're going to talk about a little bit. Right. When somebody who hasn't listened to our podcast, who hasn't listened to a single episode and they ask us, hey, can I be on it? And it's like, yeah, eventually. But like, you should probably know what we're doing before you ask to be on. And, you know, I do think that some of the best ones we've had are people that have always been on Massonomics, like um, the, that Boston guy from Canada. He was great.
1: Um, oh, yeah. Lifts. <laughs>
0: he was good because he like he knows he was into it and you know um, rob paga (laughs) vintage wage paga he was into it like he knows grant grant is one of my favorite because he is he is in he is us who just happens to own the strength co but also is like one of the crew he just has fun and hanging out with him at the arnold was amazing because like he just welcomed me into the strength co i'm a nobody and him and John welcomed me into the Strength Co. booth, but him interviewing is so much more fun because he's on the inside jokes. He's on the the buzzwords. So I agree. I agree. It's always better yeah. when somebody kind of knows what's up.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Well,
1: boys, do we want to bring this in for a landing?
0: Yes, I zoned out for a minute there because i decided to post a meme
1: yeah i've, I've been living i've been looking for but i'm like I, I i wasn't tagged so i'm gonna have to just have to I, no i put it up. on
0: the you and you um okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I kind of really wanted to reference uh that aaron is smell blind just like dewey cox <laughs> <laughs> uh do you remember dewey cox <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> i feel like we don't talk That's about
2: he sounds familiar
0: uh he's from walk hard the dewey cox Good.
1: story the spoof of Walk the Line, right? It's like he basically is like the Johnny Cash. Isn't uh, that
2: the? uh yeah. I don't think I've seen it.
0: Ooh, we're gonna have to get you in on that one. So that one is a, uh, it's a spoof of all those music biographies that were done, kind of in the 2000s. The Ray Charles, the, the Johnny Cash, the all of these yeah. ones. Um, but it's um, John C. Riley, and he, it's a comedy, but if you like country mm. or rock music at all I'm, i think i'm
2: familiar with it i know what you're talking about now, yeah. yeah
0: yeah i think you'll be if you haven't watched it yet you will be very shocked at how good the music is it is so surprisingly good from a soundtrack perspective cuz all the original music is was created just for this movie but it's like different variations of like old johnny cash songs and 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 uh, old ray charles songs and then there's some rap songs thrown in just you know to be funny uh so if you get a chance check that one out well welcome to the movie podcast i did i <laughs> some jim carrey some johnson you know, i surprisingly i
1: consume a lot of movie podcast like i do ironically listen to a lot of movie podcasts like uh just recapping movies from like the 80s and 90s like my childhood movies like just like there's a, there's a couple of them that i listen listened to uh there's really enjoyable so that is that is that is actually is a thing Okay. So yeah, let's bring it in for a landing, boys. If you want to do, uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at unpaid and underrated podcast, the website unpaid, un, unpaid intern com. It's where you can find all us and all our glorious uh, information that Nate diligently puts together to uh, get these podcasts pushed out.
0: I've, st- I still need a bio. Like I don't Dude. have a bio on there at all. I think it's just my so, dumb things. So you face you, a you have a better shirt.
1: picture because mine is just like <laughs> the 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 silhouette of me, or you know, it's my picture that just co- gets copy and pasted and everything else. But my bio, my 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 bio is likes orange or likes the color orange, and that's just like the one like sentence.
0: But not it's really incorrect.
1: Very, yeah, so it's, it's it's factual. That's, that's appropriate. I get a kick out of it. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Uh mofo i don't think anyone you you want anyone to follow you on instagram so you probably don't want to shout that out but do you have anything you want to basically just do you want people to add to you as a friend on discord because that that is a thing that they could do without you know still keeping your anonymity
2: yeah so i mean on instagram i don't post anything anyways like i'm i don't put anything out there um so it's pointless oh no like, i tagged you in tag the meme
1: and that was the first time i actually yeah. saw
0: should i remove that yeah should I remove that?
2: No, you're fine.
1: Uh,
0: dope, you're good. dope, 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 uh, dope. I would have already hit you up. Oh, now Okay. So most importantly, though, uh, when your Rush cover band comes out, how are we going to find that?
2: Um. So I actually wear a mixing mask while we perform to hide my face. So, you know, um, I think on that one, I'll go by um, that mofo bass guy um so just look for that uh every picture is gonna have a nixon mask on so you know that'll still be good
0: it'll be like a mix of point break so it'll be a rush cover band but you change all the lyrics to a point break i oh, was literally just
1: gonna say point break yeah exactly <laughs> that's hysterical <laughs> one of my one of my favorite movies <laughs> this is the longest outro we've ever had <laughs> all right guys
0: i'm i i hate to no, say it i'm having is, fun that's I fine don't well
1: to uh anything else mofo anything uh that you didn't, you don't think we covered anything you want the world to know about you, anything that you are, the, you think you are that Joey and I should say about ourselves that we haven't shared. This is your closing argument. No, I
2: mean, uh, keep, keep on, keep on doing your thing. You know, thanks for having me on. Uh, definitely. If you guys need someone to sit in, I want to find you guys out. I'll, I'll put my name in the hat. Uh, my availability is iffy. That's the only reason why I never volunteered to be like a full-time guy, but, um, if I'm available, I'd have no problem sitting in if need be. Um, but yeah, you guys are doing great. Keep it up. Um, and then everybody out there, don't forget to join the discard crew, messenger.com slash joy. Uh, and, and you know, you'll see me on there, that mofo guy. That All
0: right. And you, can,
1: guy. You, and you can yeah. you can find Big Aaron, the mofo guy, at on Instagram at unpaid and underrated podcast. <laughs> and I am I'm Big Keith. You can find me at Keith Honeycut73. You can follow my orange gym at the no wine cellar. And Joey, where are you at, buddy?
0: I am at Joey underscore uh, M-L-E-C-Z-K-O. um M L E C Z K O. also I do run the Instagram for unpaid and underrated at the moment. Um, so if you hate the memes I post, that's fine. Um also though, guys, forgot to call Big Matt again.
1: Oh man.
0: Uh Big Matt at um... mostly squat videos. Man, like we really want to get to you. It's going to happen, I promise. Uh, but it'll happen next week.
1: It's probably a good thing we couldn't get to him this week because he's still over in the uh, UK. It looks like, right? I believe I, I've based off his stories. He is definitely not stateside. Uh, I think that's implied, uh, but it might be way off base. But I'm pretty sure he is not currently in America. If, <laughs> but I don't know.
0: <laughs> Who <laughs>
1: are all right, guys. Guys. All right. We will uh see you next Tuesday, boys.